Hello, everyone. It's Raquel Ark. It's time to work smarter and feel better together. Welcome back to Your Listening Superpower Podcast, where we explore listening as a superpower that transforms communication into connection, both at work and at home. Listen in on inspiring conversations with authors, scientists, and leaders that will open your mind about what is possible and give you communication tools for your leadership toolbox that you can use right away. Let's have fun discovering and growing our listening superpower together. Have you ever listened as if you are a blank page with a story waiting to emerge? What if having someone capture a picture of what has just been discussed in your team helps you to gain clarity, all of you clarity, about what is important and how to move forward with complex challenges? In episode 54, you will learn how to listen beyond words to tap into what is important and meaningful and to have a clear picture for everyone in the room. Visual facilitator and creative leadership coach, Vanessa Jane Smith, focuses on co-creating powerful human-centered spaces for organizations, teams, and individuals. She helps them to re-see, rediscover, and recreate. She has facilitated high-profile conferences, such as the Vatican's Multi-Denominational Conference on Religions and SDGs, the New Economy for Social Innovation, and Teach for America. She has also worked in breakthrough creative leadership programs for the oil and gas industries and the banking sectors. I have experienced Vanessa many times, and I'm always amazed at how what she captures helps to give us all a clearer picture of what has just happened and to anchor it so that as a group, we're moving forward in the same direction. What she says is that all of her work starts with and is based on two essential ingredients, space and listening. Enjoy listening in. I always start off with a question um, with all the guests, and that is, um, when did you first notice the power of listening, whether it worked or it didn't? Oh, wow. It, I noticed the power of listening. It came to me in a, a huge flash, actually, about 2013 or 14, around that time, when I was actually in a coach training and that we were doing a listening exercise and it was such a profound experience that I really you know you one of those sort of slap you in the face kind of moments <laughs> where you have to kind of look up and, and and listen and so you know we had to listen in this exercise to the other person that we're working with and the rules were you know you have to not speak or give any sort of editorial comment on your face or any of that just try to listen beyond what was being said and when the bell went you swapped over and you just told the person what you had gathered from that and it was quite scary you know it was to to be the listener in that way and it was kind of like you know treading on unknown ground um stepping out there and wondering if you were going to fall into some of this, you know. 
anyway, I'm a bit of an explorer. I did this exercise um, and what was so incredible was what happened next. Not only did what I heard in that experience sort of open, open him up, I think it opened a field up and I suddenly felt incredibly energized to the point where I had to go outside and run around the field because I was full of energy, you know, in a way that I never have been. And so, I mean, I don't know what happened there, but something definitely happened. And I have my theories about it, but it certainly made me wake up to the power of listening. Well, when you describe this experience, I'm just trying to picture you in my mind as you speak. And you were given directions and put with part a partner, whether you knew this person or not, I don't know. But it sounds like at first there was a bit of a fear there of, of vulnerability, of, of not, am I able to do this? Or, you know, you talked about treading new ground. And then all of a sudden something happened in that process that shifted. Absolutely. And what was the moment that it shifted? Or, or are you aware of, of that moment and... It, it, yeah, it was like it was gradually, it was a gradual thing. So the guy was talking and telling me this story and I was listening beyond the words. I was following the instructions, you know, <laughs> listening beyond the words, which can feel a little weird. You think maybe you're making it up or, but I stuck with it and I was wondering if it was going to, and you know, work, quote unquote. And I got something and, and then I, he stopped talking the bell went he stopped talking and I I told him what I heard and that's all I told him which I think was also impactful but what I noticed was gradual after telling him after delivering the words that's when I noticed things starting to shift it happened kind of in me and then it started to I think what it happened I think what happened was it started to expand because then it started to affect him as well and um, he shifted completely in his um, story. Uh, so his so something happened where his perception changed. Your under like your understanding of the process, um, the experience changed. His perception of the the whatever he was talking about shifted. So there was a lot of <laughs> a lot happening in that very moment. And I'm curious how long how much time was that moment. Well, all of this would have happened, I mean, it would have started um, in the first, I mean, he started talking for a minute or two minutes or something, and then I um, and then I delivered back to him. And so it would have been, you know, after about the first minute, but certainly after two minutes. You know, just as people are listening to the podcast, just in this little story that you've told, which has actually had a big impact that this conversation or this listening experience was about four minutes, not more than five. You described what you described in the beginning. I thought, oh, that's a long time, but it wasn't that long at all. And then this impacted you so that you had loads of energy afterwards where you had so much energy, you felt like running it and, and a level of energy that you hadn't felt before. So this was a new experience on a lot of different levels. Yeah. So when you look back at that first experience and now, you know, let's say 10 years later, what is it that you know now about listening that you didn't realize in that moment? I think since then, I've kind of worked with listening and certainly in the visual note-taking and coaching area of my work, 
it's become like this superpower. So what I then did was I started to kind of, I'm curious about what, what, what happens when you sort of stand on that new edge of something so mundane and day-to-day, really, you know? And what might we discover sort of on the edge and beyond? It's an ongoing learning. I can't say that there's sort of one thing that I've learned, but I, I have learned that it's, it, it, you know, listening is almost multidimensional. It really is a superpower. It's a guide to what's going on on the inside as much as it is a guide to what's going on on the outside. It heals. It's political. I can explain what I mean by that. (laughs) It aligns us to presence. Yeah, I think in many ways it can sort of open a door to the future, to a different type of future. And certainly in that moment, that's what happened. So in that moment, a door opened to a different type of future, meaning a different perspective or a different understanding of something. Absolutely. So, so the, the, you know, the, the person that I was working with, he had a complete shift in his, in his being, in the way he felt, in, the, in the, the way he understood, the way, you know, and it just kind of just came in and it just went, okay, it, it's now like this. <laughs> it's a new story now. So you can, you can carry, it, it, it almost like delivered a new sort of truth to him. So he had been holding on to this very painful story and he just used it in this exercise. There was a lot of tears and, you know, it's going through a hard time in his life. When I delivered what I delivered to back to him, it changed him. And, you know, I'm not saying that it was me. I don't know. I was just literally just sort of following instructions, you know. But what it did to him was it sort of changed the way the story he'd been living inside, which wasn't really serving him at all, broke him into a new kind of understanding, a high level of understanding, perhaps, you know, of, of his predicament. Well, you know, what I think is really interesting is you said, you know, you were just following directions, right? And you weren't even, you didn't even know if you were doing it right. So you didn't really have an expectation of outcome. You didn't have any expectation to do anything powerful or to say anything. You just were just like, okay, beyond words, what's this? How about this? (laughs) You know? And then it's like, boom. And this shows you, this is really, it shows us that once, you know, when we try things out just with certain structures, just to be present, just trying to even not trying to figure it out, not trying to fix things, just to kind of see what comes up and just putting it out there to see what will happen. It can be really a great example of a, a moment where listening in a way that where you don't really know what you're doing and it's still does amazing things because you're trying. I think that's the key. And I think, you know, you know, you're off script as it were, you know, it, it's like, you know, further on, you know, in my also doing visual facilitation that that I discovered you know I said this isn't about the pictures this is about the quality of listening you know many years ago I began doing visual facilitation and it was 2004 and I met this guy through (laughs) a series of strange occurrences as life sometimes delivers us there was a sense of you have to go that way it was quite clear to me and so I followed that trail I learned this technique you know and from there I've sort of deepened into the process myself but I used to look at it was almost like um, an apprenticeship that I did with with my colleague and and, um, Tim who was 
in the UK, we were working in a lots lots of different environments, um, you know, creating visual representations of these conversations. And I was kind of learning with him, and I watched him, and as he worked, and I I thought, gosh, he sometimes he would be in a trance. So I would want to ask him a question, but he was so deep in listening, you know, it was like bursting the bubble almost. And so that was part of my learning training, right? Um, um, just observing this depth of listening. And, and so then I started to get curious around, again, you know, what would happen if I just, what if I could listen to something other than words and just map the words and, and all of that? What if there was something else there? And what if I listened to the pauses? What if I listened to what is wanting to emerge in the spaces in between people's words, the pauses, the energy in the room, the energy of the way that they're speaking. There's so much more there than just what's on the surface. So I started to dip into that terrain and get curious and, and not know. And, you know, that's what artists do. They they love that place to, to, to sort of test and explore boundaries and see what happens when, you know, you put something there that maybe shouldn't be there and see what well, it's a bit like being a scientist in a way. You know? it's, an, it's an experiment. So that's what I started to do. Well, you know, in the coaching and because I sometimes draw and coach as well as in the just, the, you know, the general and I started to discover, started, I think, what's happening and what happened is that I've, I started to sort of dip into, maybe it's a future field. I don't know what you would call it, but, that, but there's always a field of potential in everything. And so that's the sort of area I've worked in a lot because I'm interested in, in how things, and I'm interested in seeing things evolve and for us to move on also and for us to change and and improve, you know, the way we speak to each other, the way we, what we create as a result of it, all of those things. Well, I remember you actually are my very first experience of a visual facilitator. It was at a, I guess at the time it was, it wasn't called a, they call it, it it's a coaching community that uh, Vanessa and I were a part of. It was the first time that I'd met you. There were about a hundred people there and it was over three days. And I remember you had the big sheets of paper and that you were standing there drawing. And it was amazing because we would be doing things and you would capture this. And I remember going up afterwards and it kind of, it's like made, I remember it making me aware of what just happened. Like, I think sometimes we're in these conversations or things are happening and we're kind of aware, but not fully, but it felt like, it felt like it kind of made things clear, captured what was meaningful is what it felt like. even though what you're talking about in terms of the potential, and maybe that was also going on, but I didn't recognize it as that at the time, um, that also listening not only to what we're saying, and, but what we're really yearning for, what wants to happen, or like if even if things are stuck, that you're, that it, and it feels like it wants to get unstuck or unstuck or unblocked or whatever, that you're sensing into that and you're looking for that little space where it can get unblocked that maybe we didn't see in the conversation. So I'm wondering, I'm trying to think of my experience back then and what you're talking about in terms of, of the future. 
Well, actually, you just reminded me of a, of a moment there when one of the participants was telling her story and it was painful. Uh, again, you know, there's this, this, this many emotions, but, you know, this one was, this one was you know, she, was go- she, she, she shared an experience of hers, and I can't remember what it was, which is kind of interesting because it actually doesn't matter. What matters is the essence of the thing. Um, and so that's what I was listening for and, and painting. And I don't remember even getting many words, but I, was, I think I was just drawing, um, you know, that with, with color too, you know. So you had like a, there was this tension and she told the story, her whole journey. And, and so there was this kind of explosion in the middle. It was red and then it sort of burst into this blue and it kind of became like water because then she cried. And so this whole experience was was kind of drawn actually just in a picture and, and in a in it with colors. And it kind of explained visually what the energy was of the of you know of the process that this woman had been through and how how important those elements are. There was fire and water and, you know, air probably. <laughs> but, you know, it was, it was so fun to explore. And again, you know, the key here is, is listening and really listening beyond what you think is supposed to be there. Like, if you like, I can explain. I've tried to think about what it is that I do. So to help kind of people understand. When you're describing, because I know that you work a lot with organizations also on topics of the environment, you know, and sustainability and things like this. And we have quite a few listeners that work in organizations and leaders. So I'm wondering if when you describe it, think of it in the context of either an organization or a bigger or organizations working at a, on a working on a bigger topic, you know, what's happening in that moment for you? I think it's the same. I mean, you, you, you know, the, the process is always the same. It doesn't matter what the topic is. You just do the same thing. And so, you know, the process is always, first, it's presencing. So, you know, you have to get, you see yourself as a tool. So you have to get over, get over your human, the ego that's like, oh, God, people are watching me, you know, all of that sort of thing. And, and oh, I haven't, I've missed it. Or, you know, the head is telling you stuff. So, there's pro- moments when that happens, various moments throughout the day or the time that you're working. And so, you know, you just keep coming back to the present moment and doing the kind of breathing, breathing down and just being right here, like very radically right here and coming back into that place. The next step is like feeling into inside and then starting to feel outside. So just no judgment, just to feel how you feel and and especially feeling into, yeah, because I say feeling because it feels more like feeling than specifically listening to anything. But, you know, you could say it, that you're listening into this field. So you start to sense and listen into the field, like as if it were a field, not just a room of people or because this is actually happening in all of us all the time. You're just being more conscious about it. Let whatever is there come through. And so, you know, someone might be talking about something and you're just kind of listening for the essence of what they're saying because that's really the powerful stuff of what moves everything. You don't want all this information at this point. You're not, that's not what you're focused on. It's kind of like 
it's a really borderless place where you're just sort of swimming in all this the stuff going on there's people talking there's there's words that you want to capture and the energy of the words there's maybe the colors that you see and and it all is like you know and you kind of you're just sensing 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 and also the one really important thing is is creating the space inside yourself and you know I say this for the visual work but actually it's also the same when I think you're listening to someone because that's what I'm doing primarily listening to people and I'm not listening thinking I'm just listening and feeling all this information is coming in and it's full and and it gets projected onto this onto this page right and so it's basically sensing first letting go of all the stuff that's going on inside me because that just gets in the way and then once you've collected stuff on the on the boards then you can start to make sense of it so then there's a, a sense making process that happens after the sensing and the listening so when you're in the listening place you're kind of working from in, you're fully present really it's like coming it's like you've got a blank sheet and you just just letting it go letting it be letting, letting it, it come you know mm-hmm. yeah, bring it on and your and your senses become heightened, you know. When you when you're in that place, it, it's there is no. It's like you're a kid. There's no judgment. It's just it's just bring it on. It's kind of like when you said that that you said that line. I'll never forget you said that line that day when you 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 know you said, "Oh my God, I need some serious silliness," and you just giggled away. And and you know that just it was just put you put words to the moment. Like everyone was feeling that. And and so that it just went immediately up up there onto the board. It was so visceral, you know. Now I think it's what it is. It's about bringing the listening into the into the into the visceral, into the sense, the feeling sense. And that's that's kind of yeah, that's the field. It's all going on. And I think you know when it's projected up on the board in that way, you know, it's not only um, heightening the awareness that people have of what's present it it works non-linearly over time so something that happened at the beginning of the day is also in the picture of something that's been going on all day and it becomes one it is one picture but of course it always is one picture we're just not literally seeing the picture we're all walking around with what someone said at the beginning of the day although we might have forgotten it's still there somehow so this just brings it into a sharper view in a way yeah, I love that. You know, bringing things into a sharper view and things that are maybe not not at the surface. You know, they're they're things definitely are, there, and they just, probably are having more influence on everything, but we just don't notice it. <laughs> yeah, so it's it's yeah. about you know it's about bringing the yeah the invisible, making it visible, and 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 the background. So this is sort of the bringing what is going on in the background. It's always there, and then we're we're living inside this theater of stuff that's actually. Well, I say the background, the foreground. So you've got the foreground and the, the things that are happening, you know. But there's always the background there. And that's always the bigger picture. Forget about it. And even for people who may not be the artist or not yet, maybe they'll be inspired after today. But even going into, you know, a meeting or going into a conversation and to remember those and to pay to listen at that level, you know, and thinking of the background and what's in the front and what's in the back, or just or just from that space of pure presence. I mean, it's and then just to maybe every so often say that whatever comes might be really, it's an interesting process or to notice what seems to be showing up in the group. I mean, you do this 
In fact, we, let's let's talk about this. I have a feeling. So you brought up when you were describing what you've learned about listening since you know over time. Now you made a comment that it was healing, that aligns us with being present, um, that it opens a door to a different type of future. And you also said that it's political. And I'm wondering what you mean by that, and then how does that fit in with opening door to the different types of future? Mm. You know, I was listening to this beautiful talk the other day by a woman called Tara Brack, who's, she's actually um, a Buddhist, what? <laughs> she's a meditational trainer, and she's very well liked and well known around the world. She said something the other day, uh, which I absolutely loved, and I, I wrote it down. So she said, um, when we stand aside from the usual and listen to the fundamental the shared heart and awareness, the real, the real life human in front of us, change begins to happen. So when we stand aside from the usual and listen to the fundamental, the shared heart and awareness, change begins to happen. It's true. It's true. I mean, it, it, so, so that means that the, there is such power in this in this moment, because what you're doing is you're sort of capturing an image there of of something more than what you just see on the outside. So it's going from this kind of mundane level to this much more profound level. And it touches people because they're human too and they know. You know, we, we respond to this um, from our from our being rather than from our heads it brings us there that and that's that's why just you know i love listening for this reason it's 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 magic it's such a magic field so much is possible when we listen and I, I i know i hark on about it but it's just like it's absolutely so true you know so when you're working with groups you know you are listening in a very this, this, uh, I'm trying to even think about how to describe it. This very, we'll say fundamental. This is really good. This word fundamental, not the, this really fundamental way. You know, you're, you're up there, you're working and this, these, these pictures are, are showing up where you're kind of, you know, pulling from what you, what, what you call the field. So this, this, there's a lot of information out there and you're pulling out what seems to want to be, get attention or to be, to be noticed when you're finished and the group or the team is walking and, and looking at the artwork, how do you notice that impacts their listening to their group or the, to the team differently than what they just had a moment before? Well, I notice by what, what I've noticed over the years, if you want something really amazing to come out of your group, if you're looking for some really bigger results, that you have to do the opposite of what you think you have to do as, a, as an event organizer or whatever it is. You have to sort of slow down and give people way more space to do this delicate work, sensing work. And it's sort of like slowing down in order to speed up. Colleague talks about those little wind-up cars, you know, that, that you sort of go wind them backwards and then let them go and off they shoot off, you know, those with those little springs in the back wheels. 
the more you have like a, a facilitator and, and maybe a, vis, a visual facilitator who can sort of hold this, because that's another thing that you're actually doing as you're working. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm working there and I'm, I'm actually also simultaneously holding space for something more to come out. It's like being a good parent, you know, when you're holding a space for your kids and you think, no, no, it, you know, this, there's something here. There's something that's going to emerge from below the surface, but it's going to take time. And so we have to allow more time for these things to emerge. And then things actually start. What you then do is you're tapping into a field, which is, which is in flow already. And I think we're so often in the world rushing and pushing and trying to get things done <laughs> when things are just actually happening simultaneously quite well without our push. Um, and then surprises seem to happen. But what we do is we sort of tap into this sort of field of flow. Um, I'm not sure if I answered your question specifically, but um, but it's it's kind of through this doorway that things start to emerge. So it's sort of like setting the scene for something much more to happen and also expecting it, sort of holding some sort of aspiration for it to happen. Let's say you're there's a group and you're there listening and you're capturing things and they're you know they're talking and discussing and or they have different things that are going on and they might even glance up at what you're doing every so often so they kind of see it but they're kind of but they're also focused on the conversation that's going on around them or there might be certain people and then there's a break a coffee break let's say some of the participants come over and they start looking at what you've drawn what are some of the things that they say to you that they notice that maybe they hadn't noticed before what do you notice what are they <laughs> well one of the things i often get is oh wow did i say that <laughs> <laughs> and you know it, it kind of like and that in, in itself is a beautiful moment because they're they're recognizing themselves they're recognizing something more inside themselves which I absolutely love also what can happen like you know you're so busy creating this thing that you've got no time there's literally no time to be thinking you're just a channel, like, you know, I am just a channel, just, 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 just bring it on, people talking. There's so much information coming at you, and it's very intense. But it's in that second stage when you actually step back. It's like looking painting, and then, you know, you step back and you look at what you've created. And in this case, you know, it's words and it's colors and it's conversations and it's all these things. Sometimes what you can see is a story that you hadn't seen before or a connection that you hadn't made before. And you hadn't made it because you was too busy thinking. One time I can remember what I do now, actually, is I say to, to organizations, look, what I like to do is actually talk to the picture after it's done. So give me some time to do that because it's an incredibly valuable, multi-leveled piece that's created. And there's so much rich information in there that it needs to be kind of analyzed a bit and and, and sensed so that's when the head comes in and then you can make these new connections so first you know get out of the way of get out of your own way <laughs> and then come in and use the head you know in the way that it's good it's, it's sort of it's it can sort of you know work things out and so you, you know I looked at this picture and I said um, to these people from this organization um, there are about 70 people sitting around this big picture 
And and I said, you know, what was interesting was that I, I'd been listening over the last few days about your the saying in the organization, which is, you know, it's all it's all about this 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 little mascot that they had running this race, you know. Then I saw all these people um tired and burnt out and 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 then I said, you know, I don't know, I don't know. Um that's kind of my speciality. <laughs> I come in and I deliberately don't know. And and that gives me the mind of the innocent. And I can just be non-judgmental much more easily. But what I'm hearing here is and seeing also in 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 the people around me is this exhaustion and the story of running a race and competition and all of that. So um, I know that you're proud of your mascot and all of that, but is this actually serving you? So is, you know, and, and that came through, through the, the really deep listening and observation. So the other thing I said to them was, you know, do, do you employ listeners in this organization? people who are sort of paid to observe and listen because they're the ones you should be talking to <laughs> because they're a mine of information. They're, they're like the defender in a football game or they can see things on the, you know, on the left field or on the wing, you know, coming, something's happening because they are holding a bigger eye over the whole thing. And, and this, is, this is a bit of a blind spot for us in our doing fascination. We're not giving the space for the wisdom that sits all around us to speak. So with that in mind, if you were to think of something that's really important for leaders listening to this podcast to understand, hmm. I guess, about clarity or about listening or about communication, what would it, what would, what would be important, an important message for them? Give it time, give it space. Space is the great creator. Get out of the way of it. Let it be there and then make sense of it. But holding a space for things we don't or things we think we understand, especially interpersonal relationships and really listening beyond what you think you know, that's where you're going to find the transformation. That's where the big shift is going to happen. And a whole lot more, I suspect, as well. If you were to have like a, it can be something simple, like a, a, a little tool or another, a little practice or something to experiment with to try out what you're talking about, mm. what would you, what might be possible? What, how would you do it or... Yeah, like it just if you have some, someone's like, well, how do I do that? How do I get yeah. out of the way, <laughs> you know? Well, I'm not all, an artist. You know, mean, or say, what would yeah, you say? Yeah. yeah. Well, what I'd say first is you—you you damn well are an artist. We all are. <laughs> um, so don't don't fool yourself there. I'm just a—I'm a person who who listens and who has made that a practice and discovered a whole lot of interesting stuff and really powerful stuff along the way. So what I'd say is it's it's actually you know you're noticing. It's about noticing when you listen. You notice things and you notice mostly to begin with, that you're in the way and that you're thinking something. And so that's quite a challenge in itself, is the first step, get out of your own way and become present without judgment. There's nothing new under the sun here. For you to be able to access this field of flow or whatever it is that I'm talking about, you have to put down your judgment and 
kind of arrive at some sort of child's mind, like you did with that comment, I need some serious silliness. It's like, hang on a minute, shake me up here. I just need to... So it's to get to that point where, where you also become an instrument that this can flow through, an instrument of flow. That's what artists do. And we're all capable of that. And then, you know, it happens and you hold the space for the unknown to just appear. And sometimes it takes, it's really radical stuff here. I mean, because it really feels like you're really, really going out to your own edge. But go out there. You know, it's, it's, it, it's a challenge, but that's the challenge. Dare yourself to just hang out on the edge and of yourself and, and hold a space for, for all of it just to keep going. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? It's it's just let it let it literally let it flow. Because we when when things get bad, we sort of focus on it and and it turns into this tight red ball that's gonna explode, you know, needs to explode. And then because once it explodes, it can flow again. It's like that picture I was talking about, it just becomes blue and like water again. It's like anything, you know, but you just it's not easy. It's not easy. It's the way back to it's the way back to many things. It's the way back to flow. What you're talking about, sometimes it can be as simple as stopping and just listening to the mm. person in front of you when you're triggered. It could be as simple as that. It could be so also hard when you're triggered. It's so hard. Oh my god. It is so hard. But it's also it's so like, hard. think about it this way. When it happens and it happens. Happened to me the other day. Ooh. And when it happens, there's so much there to learn from, certainly about your own leadership and about, you know, what you're being, you know, all of that stuff. Um, and then sort of separating out what's mine and what's this, you know. Um, but but, but the, the prize is at the other end when you sort of, you've sort of come up on the spiral a bit, you know. You sort of moved on. And, and therefore you're going to be creating new things. But you're never going to create anything new if you stay in the center of yourself where everything is fixed and correct and right. The only that takes place a lot where of courage. change is on the edge. Yeah. <laughs> on the edge. Yeah. yeah. It does take a lot of courage. A lot of courage. And it takes a lot of trust and a lot of belief in the process. It's just not easy. But when it happens, then you've actually got evidence, which your head requires, <laughs> to continue. Um, on this path towards, you know, um, transformation and a better way of living, I suppose, ultimately. Mm -hmm. Nice. Vanessa, is there a question that I have not asked you that you would like me to ask you or something else that you would like to share with our listeners? I think we've got a lot of really interesting stuff in here. I, I guess just for me, it's, you know, take heart. There's always another way that what we are living is part of a, a bigger process also and that you know there's a lot of difficulty and darkness going on right now on the planet and you know if 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 the bigger ear were listening it would say this is all part of the bigger picture you know and this is all part of the process the collective process and it's huge but take heart and really take heart. Yeah, nice. 
So Vanessa, you have, not only do you do amazing visual facilitation, you work, you've worked in a, a lot of really amazing, with a lot of amazing groups and, um, and important topics, but you also do coaching and you have, I love these, you've created cards that you call Be the Change Cards that where you've captured moments, I don't know if you call them moments, captured images or pictures to help people to even listen to themselves even more is mm. how I would see them. How would you just describe your Be the Change Cards? Well, they're a tool to really, yeah, shift individuals and, and to sort of lift their awareness of their sort of pause moments where you can pick one each day before work and, ref you know, bring it into the work environment and reflect on what that might be asking you and also to use them in, in groups and as, as part of a sort of a, a ritual in your organization to really lift your, your eye on yourself <laughs> so that you are a, just a little bit, you know, off automatic pilot and into a bigger, deeper picture of yourself. Yeah. And so they're beautiful. They're, they've really captured a lot of different pictures from a lot of the visual facilitation that you've done over time. And one of the cards, um, mm. Vanessa has mentioned here a few times, <laughs> which is I know what you're going to say. Something I said, <laughs> and that is, I want some serious silliness <laughs> when we were with <laughs> So you can find this, that card in the Be the Change cards. Hey, Vanessa, if people want to get in touch with you, how do they, how do they find you? Yeah, they can find me on my website, which is craftingconnection.com. That's basically the best way to find me. Um, I'm on LinkedIn, obviously, Vanessa Jane Smith. Thank you so much for being on this podcast with me. It was really, really nice. It was, oh, it was really lovely. Nice it's really lovely just to have the conversation with you after all this time, you know. <laughs> I don't think we've ever really talked about listening per se. We're always doing it. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Now we can kind of give us another another way to look at it besides just experience. Well, that, that's actually another thing. You know, I've said to people in organizations, listen to your listeners, get them together and get them to speak, you know, right. because what they're holding is pure gold. Yeah, definitely. You have just enjoyed your listening superpower podcast, where we dive into how to work smarter and feel better at work and at home. This is an independent show, so please show your support by subscribing, leaving a five-star review, and telling your friends. Also, if you or somebody you know has experienced listening superpowers being put into practice, email me at listeningsuperpower at gmail.com or send a voicemail at plus four nine one seven three two three four zero seven two two if you want your team to grow their listening superpowers you can find more information at listeningalchemy.com i'm your host raquel arc thank you for listening thank you cecilia mercado for your amazing podcast production Dorta Streicher for your impactful artwork and evo Tiemann for your inspiring music it's been fun and see you guys on the next episode.
You have just enjoyed your listening superpower podcast, where we dive into how to work smarter and feel better at work and at home. This is an independent show, so please show your support by subscribing, leaving a five-star review, and telling your friends. Also, if you or somebody you know has experienced listening superpowers being put into practice, email me at listeningsuperpower at gmail.com or send a voicemail at plus four nine one seven three two three four zero seven two two. If you want your team to grow their listening superpowers, you can find more information at listeningalchemy.com. I'm your host, Raquel Ark. Thank you for listening. Thank you, Cecilia Mercado, for your amazing podcast production, Dorta Streicher for your impactful artwork, and Evo Tiemann for your inspiring music. It's been fun, and see you guys on the next episode.